and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what's happening it's getting excited on the way into work i was listening to a podcast from the great kevin smith the filmmaker oh yeah and i he was discussing the brand new ghostbusters which he just saw and man he gets you excited for a movie he said it's a slam dunk. Nice. He said man. if you grew up with Ghostbusters, you got to see it. So, I'm uh, I'm pumped. I'm excited. Uh, after hearing uh, Kevin Smith's review of the new Ghostbusters Afterlife, I believe we got a pair of tickets floating around too for uh, the Harbor Square Theaters, which we'll uh, hook you up with later on. Now, this what do you say about the uh, the original guys? Are they in it a lot? Oh, that's a spoiler, my friend. That he would not give you. Are they in it a lot? I, I, it's a, a spoiler. He won't give you. I don't know. I didn't uh, see the oh, movie. Okay. All right. I got you it. can't. Spe- you, you you don't spoil it. Yeah. You well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't spoil it. I'd be like, yeah, hey, so did the Ghostbusters. By the way, the old guys, uh, they're a big part of the show. Boom. That's what I want. That's a spoiler. Is it? Right. That's a, that's a huge guess. spoiler, actually. Right. It's probably the biggest spoiler. That's like, hey, the end of Titanic, it sinks. <laughs> You're right. That would be a spoiler. A big spoiler. Yeah. Everybody, it's uh, White Trash Friends. They will dive into that. We're going to find a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day right around 7.15, so hang tight for that. Yeah, we got a pair of tickets, too, uh, before they go on sale. A Journey, Billy Idol, and Toto for the show up at the Wachovia Center, so we'll hook you up with that. Is that what it's called? The Wells Fargo Center. What's it, is, it called? Uh, it is, the Wells yes, Fargo it is Center. The Wellfor- it used yeah, to be Wellsford the Wachovia Center. Center. It used yeah. to be the first Union Center. Oh, uh, the FU Center was, it was the best the, name ever. The Wachovia Center, now it's the Wells Fargo Center. The, 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 the big indoor theater that's right there on in South Philly. We're going to hook you up with tickets for Journey, Billy Idol, and Toto before they go on sale. We'll hook you up with that in just about an hour or so. How about your first pick of the morning? Uh, celebrating that awesome time post-grunge in the 90s, but like right before pop punk became really powerful. So it was like right before like in sync, but right after grunge. There was like a 95 to like 97 and a half where we got ska and punk and pop music all converging. And this, uh, perfect example of it, no doubt, Sunday morning. 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! F***ing thing sucks! I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for you. New Jersey yesterday reported another 1,305 COVID-19 cases and 24 confirmed deaths as the statewide rate of transmission continues to increase above the key benchmark. Uh, We better shut down Thanksgiving. Indicates the outbreak is once again expanding. And Christmas and any New Year's Eve parties we have planned. Uh, The Garden State's seven-day average for confirmed positive tests increased to 1,418, up 31% from a week ago and 9% from a month ago. People are dying. New Jersey will invest $400 million in improvements at its colleges and universities. The governor says the new investment will make state colleges more competitive without raising tuition. The quote is not only is this hopefully going to make our already world-class institutions of higher education even better and sharper, it will also take the burden off students and their families, but it's also the smart thing to do. I hope it's for uh, new floors for the frat houses. Uh, The hope is for high-achieving students to stop leaving the state and go to in-state colleges. Uh, Yeah, Monday, uh, the prosecution and defense each spent hours delivering their closing arguments and what was their final push to convince the jury of Kyle Rittenhouse, his guilt or innocence. The 12-person jury deliberated all day yesterday with the heavy responsibility of determining whether Rittenhouse, who's 18, would be convicted on any of the seven counts against him. Rittenhouse faces up the life in prison if convicted of the highest charge. 
He faces charges including first-degree intentional homicide, attempted first-degree intentional homicide, first-degree reckless homicide, and recklessly endangering safety. Yeah, I think they know which way they're going to go here. But the uh, the judge is like, "Eh, we could have a night of turmoil if I decide to do it now. Or... Why don't we release it at 5.30 a.m. and get it out of the way quick? Yeah, they say um, it's bad for the prosecution that they haven't come back yet. Because if they come back after like an hour or two, it's usually a slam dunk he's guilty. Right, right. But if there's a lot of time, and it was all day yesterday, and it could go all day today, it usually leans towards the defense. Mm. Uh, that's news. What about sports? Jazz beat the Sixers 120 to 85. Sixers Nuggets. That's going to be tomorrow. Flyers beat the Flames 2-1. Flyers Lightning. That's going to be tomorrow. And the original Philly Fanatic is set to return after the Phillies reached a settlement with its creators. Remember last year there was a lawsuit that caused uh, the Phillies to have to change up the Fanatic a that's little bit? That's right, yeah. Apparently the original Fanatic is back. Because uh, they paid off whoever they had to pay. It looked like the same thing. It did. I think he had like a blue bow tie on or something. I'm like, really? That's it? It's it's the fanatic. It's green with a long nose. Uh, there you go. That's news. That's sports. Uh, sunny today. High up to 63. Clear tonight. Overnight low of 53. Tomorrow for your uh, Thursday sunny and a high up to 70. It is 48 outside. Right now, 100.7 ZXL. South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL Morning Show. Again, when it comes to building, my wife gives me way too much credit. I'm trying to talk a neighbor out of hiring me to do a job because I don't want to do the job. Now, I did a thing in my wife's office. It's a a beautiful shelf, but if you look really close at it, I'm not very uh, polished when it comes to, like, finished carpentry. I'll hang a shelf up there. It's easy. You know, put a couple cabinets on the bottom. You put a piece of wood over there, and then— I have a really uh, simple shelving. I think the way what thing. you're saying is at your house it works. 100%. Because you can I, yes. put that filter, you can squint your eyes and go, man, that's perfect. But you know that if a pro came in, they would look at it and go, oh. Yeah, exactly. I am. Like, all right, okay. But for you, it looks awesome. Like, you're like really proud of yourself. Like, whoa, I did this. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing, and I put this together. A pro would come in and go, Man. Yeah, that pro would be like, that's what I did when I first started, like, too, doing carpentry, but I'm 47 years old. Well, there's things that pros know how to do, like finishing touches. Mm. That's what you're talking yeah, about, the I finishing a, yes. touches. I am a raw, rough kind of builder. That's what I do. Whoever yes. put in my kitchen sink really screwed up the caulking underneath. There you go. Right? That's, that's me. That's a finishing touch move that like a good handyman and a carpenter knows how to do. Sure. And so I, I replace it every, like, six months, but it never looks as good as if I just hired a guy to do it perfectly. So my neighbor sees this beautiful shelf, and my wife, you know, she does things in her office, and they say, like, oh, we want this done. We have the same house, same size. She's like, I want exactly what you did here. I was like, okay. And I was like, all right, uh, well, come over and take a look at it first. As I'm showing his wife, right, yeah. and him, I said, listen, This guys, is where it shakes and wobbles, look. <laughs> basically, yes. I'm looking at it, I'm like, Listen, I was like, uh, if you want it really to look good, I'd go with a, a real professional. Like, no, 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 this looks good. I'm like, well, you see the seams here? Like, you're going to have these little seams here. That, that, that's fine. Well, this is the way it hangs. It's not It's not yeah. really a bracket. This is a piece of wood that I nail in there. Then I, yeah. I rest the shelf on top of it. Yeah, like but you I hide know, it behind a big piece of trip. I, like, like, you know that at any time these shelves may fall off the wall. But. They'll fall off the wall at your house. My house. I can deal with that. Yeah. As I'm if your sh- child gets hurt. It's your child. As I'm showing her, you can see the span of the shelf is too long. It's dipping in the middle. The, the piece of wood looks like a smile. And I said, listen. I, I, I said, know what you're talking about. I said, now what I do at my house is I, <laughs> I take the wood out and I turn it over. Oh, because then, then it'll balance back out. And it flattens out. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're doing there. I even instructed my wife. I said, listen, anything heavy. And you shouldn't have to do this just, when you build a shelf. Just don't put it in the middle. Exactly. Don't put the heavy weight in the middle because it's it's too long. Yeah. I'm trying to talk them out of it. She's fine with all of it. I said, okay, this this is what yeah. you're going to get. Don't come back at me and say, there's a seam here. There's a piece of wood. Oh, look at this cut here. I'm like, this is what you're going to get. Because there's guys that have gone to school for training. You know, they train for this. This is their career. This is They know... They not only know how to make it look good, but know how it's secure, so it'll be up there for years to come. And when you see somebody do it the right way, it's amazing. And they have a beautiful house like I do, and I'm like, boy, if I had the money, I would have spent it on like a real carpenter coming here and really, I, really do it up. I had a, uh, I had a house in uh, in Egg Harbor Township. You may have heard of it. EHT people. Call I remember it. that house. You used to take me on the death toll. Uh, the, the death, death toll. Yeah. Our neighborhood was uh, very violent. A lot yeah. of deaths. Everybody's dying there. Um, like, let me show the, the guy house. who had the house was a, a carpenter, 
and a, and what we learned was he would steal stuff off each job site yeah. and then bring it home. So everything in the house that I bought from this guy on the surface looked nice, but if you really dove in, you saw that it was really shoddy work. Right, right. Like he would only he would only have enough to do like a certain area of uh of tiling. So like one room would have a tile that kind of looks the same as the other tile, but it's not exactly the same. Uh, what's that when you go up uh, the wood that goes halfway up the wall? Uh, the uh, the chair rail? Yeah. He would have, like, the chair rails, but they would be in different sizes in different rooms. Uh, he'd run out of material. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, but that miter cut was awesome. I mean, he really <laughs> nailed it in the corner. But my favorite was the backyard. He really wanted, like, cobblestone pavers in the backyard. Yeah. But he couldn't get enough from every other job site to, to finish our entire yard. So what he did was he stole enough from each project, but they were off. So one area would be one pattern of cobblestone, yeah. and another area would be another pattern of cobblestone. Yeah. I like what he did there. And once again, it was just stuff that he... I found out from a neighbor years later. Yeah. Because I'd say, like, everything in the house is nice, but it's off. Yeah. It's not perfect. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, it's because, you know, Bill. <laughs> Bill. You'd have a Bill bundle just, wood here, bundle wood there. Bill would just overbuy for jobs. And they just bring it home. And I've been to houses, man, where like like a carpenter lives, and it, yeah. like, the trim work is like really yeah. not like my buddy built his own house, and he's really good at it. Like I'm you like, said, like this oh, guy, beautiful man, the guy that had my house. Maybe stuff didn't match up, but you said the cuts were really nice. My uh, my shelving. Remember Homes on Homes? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Mine is when they first start the episode where he right before he. <laughs> I can't rips believe out. they did this. Yeah, right before he rip, rips it out, he's like. Well, this cut here is a little bit off, and then I look at it. Now it's my house, so I'm like... Because he says, and, and this guy homes on homes, right? He inspects homes. He would go in and go, how does this guy have a license right. to do this? It's me. You don't have a license no, to I do don't. this. No, I don't. I did it, yeah. Yeah, you did it yourself. That's and, why it's bowing in the middle. And I walk away from him like, ah, caulk. Ah, I'm with you. Caulk. You know, ah, caulk. Like, it's like, ah, yeah, I got... In my house, it looks good. Right, right, right. Right? Because yeah. I know I know where to look and where not to look. That's my favorite is when you know you screwed something up and you know it's screwed up so you just don't look there anymore. Like I see it when I walk from like the living room to the bathroom. I glance at it. I'm like, wow, that looks beautiful in there. Like, you know, you, I'm not going to put a light on it. And if you live in a house like this, I'm sorry. But if you don't, you know it's true, especially if you're a painter. When you walk in someone's house and you know they painted a room themselves. Oh, yeah. When you see the lines cut in the wrong way. You see the yeah. roller mark on the ceiling. Oh, sure do. <laughs> yeah. You're exactly right, man. It's like, man, you should have hired a painter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, maybe I shouldn't have been so many Miller lights deep when I did this room. Uh, we get back. Oh, it's not a good paint job when you invite your buddies over for pizza and beer and you all knock it out in the day? We'll knock out some rock news. Got some rock news right now. Metallica's history is quite extensive, as we've seen through the band's dedication to sharing past live audio archives. But now the group is uh, ready for even more sharing, announcing the launch of the Metallica Black Box, a portal that will serve to showcase the band's many keepsakes, photographs, articles of clothing, sketches, and various other memorabilia and collectibles. Are Metallica dying? Sell out. Because they... We've talked about they're selling a a Metallica whiskey. Yeah. They're selling a Metallica work boot. A Metallica ring we talked about a couple weeks ago. The work boot has nothing to to do with them. It's just a name. But yeah, now they're endorsing all this stuff. Uh, The quote is, we've been incredibly fortunate to travel all the corners of the planet, meet so many amazing people, and do things we only dreamed of. And we've, and you've been around for 40 years. You managed to collect a few things. All along the way, the four of us have hung on the many keepsakes, photographs, articles of clothing, sketches, and so much more. Stashing these items away in attics, garages, and storage spaces, but no more, as we're excited to launch the Metallica Black Box. No word on if it'll cost money to see this, because I think it's going to be like a uh, virtual exhibition. Uh, So it'll offer a deep dive into every era of the career uh, of Metallica. Features available, um, some of the features available in the Black Box will range from a virtual, some will be physical, though, including weekly live stream events to extremely limited signed memorabilia, and it should be noted that the black box will be an ever-growing space 
with the band digging deeper and deeper into the vaults to focus on more items within the years ahead. It's like when my kid cleans out his closet in his room, man, and he gets rid of stuff you don't want. Like, Lars is calling James, hey, uh, everything you don't want, just put it on your set. We'll come pick it all up. Hey, remember in 96 when we cut your ponytail off, Lars? We have it still saved. Oh, the lock of hair is in right an album there. somewhere? It's in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Two members of the rock band Lit. You may see, This may was making its way all around TikTok the other day. Uh, the band Lit, right? My own worst enemy. That's one. They really do have one hit. They right? had a second hit that wasn't as big called Miserable. Mm. But really, the big hit is My Own Worst Enemy. Yeah, yeah. Now, they kind of have the brown-eyed girl thing going on, where it's constantly played. If you're seeing a cover band this weekend, they're going to play My Own Worst Enemy. Sure, and we all love it over and over again. Well, I guess the guys from Lit, uh, they were in Nashville hanging out. And these guys still go... They're two brothers. Uh, they're, they're, they're the two uh, surviving members of Lit. They go out there and perform as Lit, you know, and they, they look. They're not doing arenas, but they'll go out there and do, a, you know, a couple hundred people at a bar. Well, they're walking, and if you've ever been in Nashville, all the bars, the doors are always open, the windows are always open, so, like, you can be on the sidewalk and hear great music. Yeah. So the two guys from Lit, and I think it's a setup, and I'll tell you why in a second, they're walking down. One, someone's filming them. And they're walking down the street in Nashville, and all of a sudden, they hear out of a bar, My Own Worst Enemy oh, being yeah. played on stage, like honky-tonk, acoustic style. Okay. Right? Because it's Nashville. So the video picks up where the guys from Lit Now are jumping through the windows of the bar and hopping on stage with the guy singing My Own Worst Enemy. Okay, gotcha. Kind of cool, right? Yeah. Here's where I think it's fake. One, someone's filming it all happening. Right, and it's not just like footage of like, oh my, let me grab my phone. This is happening. It's an actual camera guy. Yeah, it's an actual camera guy. The other thing is, um, they just pick up instruments that are already tuned and ready to go and start playing. What are the chances <laughs> of that happening? Yeah, it's a solo guy playing at a bar, but he has all these other pieces of equipment right. ready wow. to go. Yeah, well, it's a drum set. So I'm sure <laughs> it was just it's something put together for the guys in Lit to get some you know traction. They were probably playing that bar later that night or something. Uh, but it's still a cool video. So the lead singer of, you know, he's just a guy playing guitar. He's up there doing the song. The lead singer of Lit gets up there, starts doing it with them. How sad is it? Like, you don't even know it's them. Like, you'd have to come on and be like, by the way, we're we're Lit, everybody. We're the group. That's kind of the sad part, too. Because you can tell, like, you can tell when a rock star enters a room because they have a look to them. They still kind of have that look. But they don't look like the guys from 1999. Yeah, like they put the trade drinks down, they go up, they perform, and they come back, and then they serve the drinks. I told you my favorite lit story. Uh, 2003, they came into our studio to do a, a performance, and very cool guys. And the lead singer uh, was talking about Paris Hilton had just become like on the scene. Like Paris was a big deal at the time, 2003, 2004. And he talked about how he, he dated her a couple years prior, and he said that. Uh, the move was she would go and tip like a valet a hundred bucks, and then he would get her in the car, walk over to the valet, and say, "Give me ninety of that back." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do that at the table when my wife leaves a tip. He's like, "I don't have Paris Hilton money. Yeah, exactly. I have I have guy from Lit money." Yeah, and who? Uh, and we'll wrap it up with this: the Foo Fighters have been hired by Peloton. How? This is just a sellout now. They now uh, will have Foo Fighters music to the soundtrack when you work out on your Peloton. So I guess a bunch of bands uh, are doing this. But uh, Foo Fighters have specific Foo Fighters sessions that are 30 minutes long where it's all Foo Fighters music when you train on your Peloton bike. Uh, Other bands that have signed on with Peloton are Metallica, the sellouts. Guns N' Roses, Chili Peppers, Weezer, Bon Jovi, Chris Cornell, and the Beatles. I didn't think about that. I guess you have to have the rights, right, to play that music. Yep. And so uh, all those artists are now featured on your Peloton bike. There you go. Some rock news for you. 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. It's that time of year. We had a gift waiting for us this morning when we walked in the studio. Yeah, I always feel guilty because, like, the gals here from the sales department come in with, like, cards. I'm like, I don't really do the cards. Well, we, we, we could steal something, don't we? Well, no, we always say because uh, Steve Raymond, our, uh, he's our direct boss, and he uh, he always gives us, like, uh, uh, like Dunkin' Donuts gift cards or something, like Wawa gift cards. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he steals them. 
Um, but he gives us, nonetheless, he gives us a gift. And we oh, always the liquor say, store. We get the liquor store, yeah, too. This, and we yeah. always tell him, hey, man, like, that's so nice. We should get you something. We never get him yeah. something. So this year, we really got to put our heads together and get him something nice. And we found out his waist is a 32. Yeah, now we know he his pants skinny, size. He is a yeah. skinny, skinny man. Uh, so maybe we'll get him a pair of Bugle Boys. He's not a he's not a drinker. That's the thing. It's like when you have somebody that no. drinks, you go bottle of alcohol. He likes... Yeah. Um, he likes uh, the Wawa coffee cups, like these, like the travel mugs. Yeah. Maybe we get him a. Ooh, okay. We go to that store in the mall. You know, the one that uh, they where like they can uh, etch your name into a cutting board. Oh, um, 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 precious uh, gems th- or whatever things, it's called. Things no. remembered. Things remembered. Yeah, we'll go to things remembered. We'll get him a travel mug with our face That's on. That's perfect. I know what the big big boss wants because he keeps hounding me for it. I'm gonna yeah. get it. He wants me to get a negative COVID test <laughs> every two weeks. So I got that for him. Uh, I want to say thank you because this gift came uh, all the way from Estelle Manor. And to open it up this morning, uh, we got some kettle corn. That's very cool. Uh, And I want to thank the good people. This is a smart move uh, because if you send us something, we'll talk about it. 100%. Uh, Granny's Kettle Corn, 131 Cumberland Avenue. That's in Estelle Manor. Uh, You can go to grannycorn at AOL.com if you want to make some orders. Granny's Kettle Corn. Uh, They sent us some bags of kettle corn, and it looks awesome. Uh, So uh, Granny's Kettle Corn, if you're looking for a great gift, and it makes a fantastic gift for this holiday season, check out Granny's Kettle Corn. Uh, You can go to grannyscorn.com. That's grannyscorn.com. And uh, over in Estelle Manor, Granny's Kettle Corn. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, I hope it's true when they just sent it to us, but I'm guessing they probably sent it to all the morning shows in the market. Well, this is uh, this is perfect because I think we have four people that still work here, and now we have four bags of popcorn. Oh, yeah, you know so what? we're gonna regift all. Give me this. one of the yeah, give me one of the bags. That's definitely going to a bus driver. And here's the here's the problem is again, you know, yeah. I wouldn't think though to to bring in a bag of popcorn when I come into work because I wouldn't eat popcorn that early. But now that I have it here, who's going to uh, be eating popcorn on the way home? And you need a soda. I, am, I know you I'm like to wash be. it down with a soda. Of course, yes. It should have came with a with a Coke Zero. But uh, yeah, Granny's Kettle Corn. Uh, go check it out. Make your orders now. They said they are filling orders now for the holiday. Uh, you can go to grannyscorn.com. Uh, nice people, man. Thank you so much for sending us that kettle corn. Uh, like I said. You want us to talk about your business? Send us free stuff, and we'll talk about it on the air. Yeah, we'll play that game. Anything but at yeah. all. Anything at all you want to send us. Um, we'll talk about you here. If anyone wants you know? to send an Xbox One headset. Okay. Uh, Nerf guns. Yeah. Anything I'm buying my little guy for Christmas, just send it our way. There's an executive talk about out there it. from Nerf. I'd love to have you send a Nerf gun in. We'll talk all about Nerf. and how many, We'll shoot each other with a Nerf gun because it's Christmas time. You know, if Toys R Us wants to bring in their giraffe... I'll interview the giraffe if we can get maybe some Toys R Us gift cards. I don't even think that's a store anymore, right? They went out of business. Yeah, it's Giraffery. Giraffery. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. The if you giraffe. want to bring in Jeffrey, I'll, I'll, I'll talk Jeffrey's ear off. Uh, it'll be super easy. Yeah, I don't even think that's not a – there's no toy stores anymore, no, right? No, not anymore. No, matter of fact, my kids had to go through – I think it's the Amazon catalog and start circling stuff they're never going to get. I, I'll give you something to do this afternoon, and it was a fantastic journey I took. For some reason, I was watching some YouTube clips. I watched an hour of just commercials from 1987. Yeah, it's fun. And they were holiday season commercials. Talk about a trip back, man. It was a station in El Paso, Texas. And it was just like a Friday night. And the guy took all the commercials from a Friday night in December in 1987. I mean, it throws you the Hallmark commercials. Remember McDonald's gift cards? Sure, yeah. They were a big deal. Uh, has ton any of toys, man, toys R Us stuff. Has any man ever really bought his wife a car for Christmas? Uh, this was has um, that ever happened where somebody comes out and there's a bow on a car. Hyundai had just come out with the XL, and that was a big one. Get get, get your grandparents a Hyundai XL. Oh, sweet, yeah. Uh, oh, Ed McMahon was pushing that publisher's clearinghouse <laughs> big time. It was an hour. I yeah. sat for an hour and watched these commercials. It threw me back, man. That's funny. Uh, look, we get uh, we get back. We're going to knock out some headlines. I also have a pair of tickets right now. Talk about a great gift. Journey, Toto, Billy Idol. Before they go on sale, it's going to be February 23rd at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, pre-sale is Thursday, tomorrow. Public sale is Friday if you want tickets. 
I got them before they even hit the market. 609-677-107-609-677-107-609-677-107. Journey, Billy Idol, and Toto in Philly at the Wells Fargo Center. Like I said, pre-sale is tomorrow. Uh, you just go and put in faithfully at 10 a.m. Uh, that's the password for the pre-sale if you want your tickets. But before you can buy them right now, 609-677-107. Journey, Billy Idol, and Toto tickets up for grabs. We get back, do some headlines. I wonder if my wife would have been pissed off at this. We were, uh, we were in the Poconos, me and, the, uh, me and some of the uh, neighbors. And the guys, we all go out. You know, we go to the bar one night. Just go out and have a grab a drink and whatever. Mm-hmm. We were going to go to one Should of the... Did you find like a cool like dive bar, like a Poconos yes, dive bar? Yes, it was called uh, Shenanigans. Where like you walk in and like the local folk turn their heads and go, what are you doing here? That's exactly what it was. And you had the, uh, you know, you had some gold chains in the building. You had some... Uh, and I guess we some played rough, both, country and western. There were some rough, you know, rough people, but that's what we wanted. Like, we wanted to go around and just, you know, Gold we chains to, in the Poconos? This guy was kind of I like... you get a lot of flannel. Yeah, we got a lot of flannel. This guy, I don't know, it's like... It was a weird, like he was a transplant from somewhere else. But why would you transplant yourself into the Poconos? You know? uh, and then he had a mob, rough... mob. He's he's in the uh, they, they put him into the witness protection program. But then he had a guy next to him who was me. If I didn't meet my wife and I just went on a bad path, that was that was a guy. That was the flannel guy with the uh, with the beard. I'm in. thinking a lot of like hunting vests. Yeah, you uh, get all flannels, that. jeans. Yeah. You know, a lot of a uh, lot of bush light being drank. So we're hanging out at the bar, and my one buddy looks up a strip club. Right, he's like. Go check out one of the strip clubs now. A uh, local Pocono strip club. That's now. I don't need to go to a strip club. I love my wife. Yeah. I was like, but I almost wanted to go just to see what a local to, strip club in the Poconos honest, looks like. I don't even understand with COVID how a, a strip club is still a thing. I am. I, I imagine the Poconos, I, man. It's pretty much you do what I, you want to do. I know strip clubs were hurting uh, before COVID, but I can't imagine that strip clubs are doing well after COVID or in the midst of COVID. No, I've driven by one. It's, you know, like they have the tent still out back, but are we still doing the tent thing? Is that, I felt really bad because we, 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 we know a guy who, uh, I guess he does security for a strip club. Really? He was a bartender one Sunday afternoon. And they put a, like a, like a tent. You would see it like a car dealership. They put it in the parking lot. And that's where the girls were dancing on like milk crates. Yeah, yeah, as, as pathetic <laughs> like, as it could possibly be. And like, like, like the guy we know, he's under the tent, like grilling hot dogs because yeah. they because they couldn't run the extension cord to do the um, the crock pots that's with right. the meatballs in them. Yes. So now he's grilling hot dogs for yeah for you know your happy hour lunch. Now my wife, of course, doesn't want me to go to a strip club, but I'm almost like if I went to the strip club because I wanted to see what it was all about and kind of yeah. goof on it. Does the wife get pissed off at that? Like, no, I, I, I'll tell you how you deal with this. You tell her by inviting her, knowing that she'll say no. You're like, hey, the boys want to go to a strip club. You want to come? Oh, my God. And she'll go, ew, no. Yeah. But then you broke the ice. Well, the boys want to go. So, I mean, I wanted you to come. I thought it would be fun to go goof on it. But, okay, I got to go with the guys. And then I just go to the strip club. Go. Yeah. And we were close. I mean, we were pretty much a couple of yeses from like, hey, you know what? Let's just go ahead and take it. One was called uh, Tattletales. And then my buddy jumps yeah. online, right, to, to read the review. Yeah. Looks it's as, good. It's as bad as you think a Pocono uh-huh. strip club could be. And I'd I'm pretty, imagine. I'm pretty much thinking a log cabin yeah, with a red light. And it's got to be all the girls that couldn't escape the Poconos, right, that are stuck. I mean, you're not bringing, yeah. you're not bringing A-class broads into this place. It's got to be. I mean, your A, yeah, your A team ain't, you know, your A team is really your D team. Uh, and by the way, if you ever want some entertainment, go look at a strip club in a bad area, like a real, like a like like a Poconos, and read the reviews. Like people actually people actually put review reviews, it, like yeah. Yelp reviews. There was one one guy said he thought the girl was sick to find out the girl was pregnant. I mean, all right, let's break down. On average, your hottest girl in a city that you're from isn't going to be a stripper. Sure, it's usually your hottest C's, right? Are the strippers? You're middle of the road now. The hottest C becomes a stripper. She's now the hottest stripper. So she's an A stripper, but in normal life, she's a C. Right, sure. Okay. Now, let's take the hottest person in the Poconos. They're not going to strip. Right. So you're looking at your C level. This is C level Poconos. My God, now, your C level Poconos is your A level stripper. It's not I even mean, like C level Mount are we talking? You know? Are we talking full teeth? Uh, from the, okay, Because there's not even a big city you can pull from. It's not like they're going to be being pulled from Philly. They're not being pulled from Pittsburgh. They're being pulled from Altoona. And then we asked the uh, bartender. His name was Harold. 
We yeah. said, hey, listen, and, you know, as a goof, we're like, hey, we heard about this uh, Tattletales place. We're thinking about going. He's like, that's not where you want to go. He's uh-huh. like, you want to go to a place called the Pleasure Dome. Yeah, now we're talking. And I don't even know what could possibly happen at the Pleasure Dome, but according Pleasure. according to Harold, yeah. uh, they'll do anything you want there at the Pleasure the Dome. In, in the Pleasure Dome in the Poconos. I yeah. don't even know yeah. if the Poconos have police. Like, to me, it's just... It's people on snowmobiles that say they're the police. Again, I don't need to go to a strip club, but boy, I really was and I was really interested on Yeah. What what's anything? What the, what do you mean they'll do anything? Where are we? Are we still in America? It's weird. It's weird when you start to venture out and see how people live in a vacation spot. Yeah, yeah, when you're away from like, like I did that, real life stuff. My buddy moved to Florida and I had only been to like Disney World, right? Like your touristy spots. And I got to see what Florida was like when you live when you live somewhere that doesn't have Disney World right, yeah. and you have to work five days a week and you have to live in a condo with two other guys, I saw that part of Florida and it's not Disney World. No, it's not the Magic Kingdom every day? It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not Miami, the Will Smith video. That's when people are like, ah, I want to move to Florida. Do you really? Unless you've got a million dollars to live on the water in Florida? Yeah. You're in a neighborhood in Florida and there's alligators and humidity. Yeah, this kid was paying like 800 bucks to live with two other guys he didn't know. And he worked at a movie theater. Yeah. So you asked me my biggest regrets over the Poconos. Uh, it was not going to the Pleasure Dome or uh, Tattletales. I think I my I wife would allow me. Yeah. Like, cause just because I would have said that. I, I said I have to see what this is like. Well, if you're not vaccinated, you better get vaccinated to go there. No one at the Pleasure Dome <laughs> is vaccinated. Are you nuts? Uh, look, we get back. Harold, uh, Harold from Shenanigans said, "You'll do anything I want you to do." Where are look, we? We get uh, we get back. We'll uh, we'll knock out some trash. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. Are you a pothead? Me, no. No, no, you don't like Harry Potter? Oh. Is that what they, <laughs> that what they what call them? That's what I call fans of Harry Potter. Pothead. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, that's Harry Potter. Uh, and a bunch of other people who were in the Harry Potter films. I've never watched a minute of a Harry Potter film, uh, and I'm very proud of that. Uh, they're reuniting for a 20th anniversary special. Oh, the Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts. But it's a kid's thing. You didn't thing. sound kid- very excited about the 20th anniversary celebration of Harry Potter. I've probably seen like the first 10 or 15 minutes of three or four of them. Because, you know, we put them on for the kids, and I end up dozing off. But I don't know if a kid is excited about a 20th My favorite Harry Potter thing has nothing to do with Harry Potter. Uh, Me and you have a buddy who's a hardcore Lord of the Rings fan. And when they made the Hobbit movie, I went with him to the Hobbit with my son. Uh, My son, who's now 18. And I kept, my son sat in the middle. And I kept whispering to my son during the Hobbit. Now, our buddy, who at the time was about 40. Yeah. Was very excited for this movie. He loves it. And was like, like more pumped than my son was, right? So I kept whispering to my son, tell Billy, ask Billy this question. So my son would be like, okay. I'd be like, when's Harry Potter going to show up? Okay, because he's not in the movie. And then Billy would get very angry when my son would whisper that to him because we were ruining the Hobbit experience. Now, was that that supposed to be the first part of Harry Potter? Are they linked linked at all? No, no, they have nothing to do with each other. They just, to me... They all they're look the all, same. They're all stupid. Because they all live in a tree. They're all just dumb. Harry, does Harry Potter live in a tree? I don't know. I know nothing. He's a he's a witch. Right? Yeah, he's a wizard. He's, he's a like wizard. A kid That's wizard. what yeah. it is. I don't know. I he know goes nothing. to the wizard school. There's but like I don't think the they talks. live in a tree. No. I think. Are you are you thinking no, like the no, hobbits no, no, live no, in? Yeah, the... the big guy in Harry Potter does live in a tree. Does he? Yeah, he lives so in a tree. So you have seen Harry Potter? I told you I've seen the first 15, 20 minutes. Probably three or four of them. Uh, what's he? This is it like a tree house? It's a big tree house. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, but he's a giant. Is so that Ga- Gandalf? No, it's the big. guy. Or is guy. that the goblin with the? It's yeah. my ring, my precious. No, it's not oh, him either. Okay. It's a big guy lives in a tree. Uh, just as COVID numbers are starting to creep back up, Times Square said they're going to officially welcome back hundreds of thousands of people to ring in the new year. <laughs> is that so, what they call a super spreader? The mayor, Bill De Blasio, confirmed that that hundreds of thousands of people will be invited back to New York to celebrate the ball dropping again this year. LeVar Burton, uh, Jordy from Star Trek The Next Generation, 
Uh, he did not get the job hosting Jeopardy. A lot of people wanted him to host Jeopardy. Uh, but LeVar Burton is now hosting a Trivial Pursuit game show. So the Reading Rainbow host and fan favorite will now host the new Trivial Pursuit TV game show that's being produced by Hasbro. That was the worst game ever growing up because I couldn't get it. I, had, I think Trivial Pursuit Junior is where that's I tough. felt the fall in there, man. Trivial Pursuit was yeah. a tough game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nike has delayed the release of a Travis Scott sneaker after that big tragedy <laughs> in Houston. Dude, it looks like it's going to fall squarely on Travis Scott. They're looking at $750 million in lawsuits. Yeah, I just ordered my pair. They're called the Trampled. Yeah, there's been, I think, uh, I think McDonald's has a deal with them. I think that's falling apart. Oh, I can't get the uh, number five Travis Scott. Uh, Nike, this is falling apart. Uh, a lot of people are running far away from Travis Scott. Uh, I, I get what you're doing there. After this. Yeah, oh, yeah, it. run. Run, yeah, run away. Uh, after this uh, this Astro World festival. And once again, he's just a dumb performer, um, but he's the face of this tragedy. Yeah. And they're going to go after him. Why is no one talking about the security team? What security company was hired? Because they're the ones that should get the $750 million lawsuit. What security team allowed this tragedy to happen? Oh, you mean the volunteers that just wanted to see the show? Exactly. If anything, if Travis Scott's people were the one in charge of hiring the security, well, then, yeah, they should definitely go after Travis Scott. Uh, Britney Spears, you know, she's free now. She's not under her conservatorship anymore. What's the first thing she wants to do, JoJo, now uh, that she's free? She wants to get a haircut. She wants to get pregnant. She said she wants to have a baby, expand her family. She wants a girl. She has two sons with uh, Kevin Federline. Now, she has a boyfriend, right? Living boyfriend? Uh, fian- fiance. Oh, this guy's got to be loving this right now. Now he gets half her stuff. Right now the checkbook is in the house. He can write checks now. You know when the dad was in charge of things, that guy wasn't getting a thing. Oh, no, not at all. No. But, yeah, he may be, uh, you know, like a shark with blood in the water. He's like, uh, he's seeing, he, man, he's seeing a payday and a half. Brittany, ask your dad for 500 because I need 100 A Saturday Night Live veteran, Kenan Thompson, has sold a humorous book about his life for one million dollars. Thompson will be the longest serving cast member on SNL, having starred since 2003. Uh, HBO landed the upcoming feature-length documentary on Tony Hawk. The film, Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Fall Off, is directed by Sam Jones and will be released on HBO and HBO Max in 2022. What happened to him? Did he get in trouble or something? Or did he just go away? No. Tony Hawk just kept his nose clean. No, he still, I mean, he was big in the skateboard world then that video game came out and made him like just sure, a huge yeah. star tons of money but he just get too old to skateboard well, and now he's just not skateboarding he hooked in with the jackass crew like and now he's retired yeah, yeah. i mean he's 50 he's <laughs> 50 years old you're up on those ramps man when you fall you're gonna hurt you something. can't do the half pipe as well as you used to you're gonna break a hip yeah. so he had to retire from skateboarding but when it comes to skateboarding i mean he's the guy oh yeah man you know, he's, he's your tiger woods he's your mickey yeah. mantles that that yeah. type of thing i think uh, it was one of his skateboards that attacked the rittenhouse kid if i'm not mistaken it was a tony hawk skateboard I think so i saw the logo uh miles teller uh the the very good looking actor said he's vaccinated he wrote Tuesday on Twitter, the only thing I'm anti is hate. Now, questions started circulating because he stars in the new Taylor Swift video, and he's been rumored to be an anti-vaxxer because he's friends with the Packers quarterback. Oh, What's his Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You got to make a decision there. I think it's cool to be friends with Aaron Rodgers. Him and Aaron Rodgers are BFFs, so people just thought that he would be an anti-vaxxer, too. There you go. Some trash for you. White Trash Wednesday, 100.7, ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. Dude, I'm all excited. I'm going to Nashville for a couple days, and I love Nashville. It's one of my wife and I's favorite spots, right? I went to I'd college. Like, I would like to go there. Dude, you, you would have a blast. Yeah. Um, my college was a couple hours uh, away in Knoxville, and it's just, you know, I got a couple friends down there. We meet up. I got family in Ohio. They come down. It's always a good time in Nashville. We're going with, like, a crew. I think we got, like, 10 people going down. Isn't with it us, nice right? when you're a few hours away from a good spot? Like, I was in Mississippi. We're an hour from New Orleans. Yeah. It was a great time. So, it, it, it's awesome. Nashville is a fantastic time. It's just a lot of fun. There's better people than us. But then yesterday, I got bummed because I started thinking about, well, I got to get there, right? I mean, I guess now is a little late to buy airplane tickets, right? You didn't buy tickets yet? No, no. But here's the problem: we did buy tickets, and my wife, God bless her, she didn't know this. You 
We bought tickets based on price, right? The cheapest. Yeah. American Airlines came in the cheapest and a direct flight. Okay. All right. Okay. At least you're a direct flight. My wife has saved money, and we, I've flown, we won't I've, do that. I don't like to fly. Yeah. I've flown over cities that I had to go to and then came back. It's like a 90-minute flight. Yeah. It's got to be direct, yeah. right? So, uh, so everything's good in the world. It's American, except I took American to Florida a couple months ago. For some reason, American Airlines decided because of COVID, they don't serve booze. That doesn't make any sense why you're stuck on an airplane anyway. So we're, the taking, whole booze thing. we're taking American to and from. So both times on the plane, I like to sit there. My move is, all right, flight attendant, here's, here's, some, here's some cash, all right? Like, like slider that $20. Yeah, keep it coming, right, honey. Don't forget about me. Because I figure you got a 90-minute, 90 90 minute, two-hour flight. I could knock out three Miller Lights, yeah, right? Yeah, easy, yeah. You know? Maybe I'll, I'll step up my game and get a Stella, right? <laughs> and so. Oh, the classy guy in aisle know, 11. Yeah. Well, it's 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so, yeah, so no booze on the flights. And then, so I'm bummed about that, especially because I haven't drank since Labor Day weekend. So, like, the plane ride was going to be, like, my, like, all right, yeah. I'm back, right? Oh, no. I'm going to be sipping coffee. What's going to happen is your two hours prior to that flight is going to be an S show. Well, then, like, and when you finally go on the flight, you're going to be a disaster. So my, the, I like airports, and I like getting to an airport early, hanging out at like yes. a bar, like Chickie and Pete's or whatever. I stress. Man, gra- grabbing a couple drinks. Well, I'm not going to grab a couple drinks before my flight if I got to sit on a two-hour flight and not drink. Yeah, because by the time you actually get a drink in your hand, it's not like Cancun where yeah. as soon as you get to your car, they're going to have a, 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 a Dos Equis yeah, ready for you. waiting for me. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing I forgot about, too, is uh, the stupid masks. So no booze, and I got to wear a stupid mask. Now, does your wife, do, does she sneak the uh, the little liquor bottles on the plane? That's what she's trying to calm me down. She's like, we'll, we'll, we'll buy, because you can buy booze now in airports, like mm-hmm. at, at like bookstores. Like, you can buy, like, a can of beer. And she's like, I'll buy a couple beers and we'll pack them away. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to have to do What am I, a kid in high school I trying know, to well, sneak beers into my bedroom? I don't know. I've gone to a movie theater with you, and we've rolled bottles all the way down the movie theater. So, yes, like, when it you comes to alcohol. You say it like it's not a yeah, fun thing to you do. You are very childlike when it comes to alcohol, 100%. Look, I'm going to say, if you can sneak booze into a movie yeah. theater, do it. Hey, everybody, uh, any remote you've ever seen me and Scotty do, look for the blue book bag. That's not a notebook and a pen inside uh, that It's a book black bag. backpack, and if you uh, if you have to pay casino prices, <laughs> you would want to sneak in your own beers, too. Dude, like, I love a drink. I would never think to buy a drink on a plane because I know that I'm going to be paying too much for it. That's just in my mindset. See, on a plane, I don't even think about it. I just – and now they swipe cards because um, it used to be, like, cash. Like, yeah. you would have to pay a, a – a, a, that's – you don't even break out no, cash anymore. they don't anymore. take cash anymore. So now it's all done, and you know, I don't even know how much. They could charge me $49 for a beer, and i pay for it. And if anybody should be drinking on a plane with a little bit of Xanax, it should be me, because I'm scared yeah. to death to fly. But it's amazing. So a guy with an apple juice can pull down his mask and drink it right. on a plane, but because I want a Coors Light, I can't, and that, somehow that's going to stop COVID? That alcohol thing, them stopping alcohol, made zero sense. Yeah. Other than... Just we saw a spike up and just people just out of their minds on airplanes are like, uh, if there's going to be fights on airplanes, yeah, okay. let's not get everybody hammered. So those hammered. are sober people. Those are, the people now are freaking out on airplanes about like COVID wearing masks. So you're telling me that's a sober person. Yeah, imagine if they were drunk. Let's get them drunk, knock them <laughs> out, and then they won't be a-holes and uh, knocking out flight attendants. How about this? Weed's legal, right? Yeah. Let's just pump it through that little vent that comes down over your head. The edibles, whole play, the whole play look, will just chill. I could knock out some edibles before the flight. The problem go. is that I think my whole day's wasted. Yeah, look at this guy. Hey, look, this 40-year-old guy just bought a thing of brownies on the plane. Hmm. So, all right, well, that, that, that's my world. I'm going to love Nashville, <laughs> but getting there is going to be a real pain in the ass. Uh, look, we get back. We'll, uh, we'll do a thing called You Think You Have a Bet. You think you've got it bad. Ew. An 11-year-old Austrian girl started experiencing vaginal burning and discharge while on vacation with her family in Italy. Oh, yeah, I know all about this. And back home, it was, I guess, determined she had gonorrhea. I mean, you're not far off. You got an STD from a horse. Yes. And that was... sounds a lot worse than actually what happened. No, no, it was about the same. Well, I didn't have any discharge, but a lot of uncomfort while I was uh, urinating. I was saying that it sounds, when you say that you got an STD from a horse... 
probably people don't think about what actually happened. They think about another way you well, may have Well, it sounds dirty when it you say it that way. Yeah, yeah, like I'm helping the horse over the fence. That's uh, not, that wasn't the case. I was petting the horse. Yeah. And then I happened to scratch my balls, like through uh, my shorts. Doctors say the girl likely contracted the bacterial infection, which was treated while swimming in a hot spring on vacation. The symptoms started two days after the family visited the Spatio de Venerio, the Mira of Venus, a crater lake on Italy's Pentelluria Island. Sounds beautiful. Uh, and the girl and her father went in uh, one of the hot springs, and uh, the gonorrhea was transmitted to the girl. Uh, so she swears that she didn't have any sexual interaction. She said she was with her family the entire trip. That's me. I had no interaction with the horse. Uh, gonorrhea, uh, the bacteria prefer hot and humid environments, like the hot pool the girl soaked in. Doctors say an infected swimmer likely had left some bacteria behind and then infected the girl. That's like somebody saying they got pregnant from a toilet seat. Yeah. Like, no, I didn't have <laughs> sex, I swear. <laughs> Uh, a McDonald's employee in Georgia recently shared footage to TikTok showing a massive order that she said her restaurant received. To make the situation even more challenging, the order, which included thousands of sandwiches, was asked to be prepared in only a few hours. She posted the video to her TikTok page with the caption, No lie, your girl is tired. In the video, she showed multiple boxes filled with burgers and chicken sandwiches. According to the girl, the order asked for 1,600 McChicken sandwiches, 1,600 McDoubles, and 3,200 cookies. The customer also asked that it be ready in four hours. While the woman didn't reveal how much the order cost, a commenter said that they did the math and the order was about seven grand. Uh, the woman wrote in the comments section of her video that the order was being prepared for a local person uh, who works at a prison. And it's legit. So it's like in Shawshank, after the guys were done tarring the roof, yeah. and the security guards let them have um, some beers. Yeah, so their nice maybe, meal was a McDonald's is, order. Maybe, hey guys, you did a good, you didn't kill anyone today. So here you get a McDouble. There you go. Uh, let's see here. We'll wrap it up with this. Customers at an L.A. restaurant will only get, oh, it's like my kitchen, plastic utensils and napkins. Oh, uh, it's environmental. Only if they ask for them. Under a new ordinance taking effect uh, this coming Monday that aims to reduce waste, the rule requires all restaurants with more than 26 employees to remove all single-use plastic utensil dispensers. Businesses must also stop including plastic utensils and napkins with takeout orders for dine-in meals unless the customer specifically asks for them. Enforcement won't begin until January. By April of 2022, the law will be expanded to include all food and beverage facilities of any size. Estimates suggest the law could save restaurants $21,000 annually. Over 32,000 mailers were sent out uh, letting people know about the rules. Here's what I'm finding in the restaurants is they're not going to give you a straw. If you ask for a straw, they'll give you a straw. Oh, I had a paper straw the other day. Oh, what a yeah, dud. You, gotta, you better drink that pretty quick, man. What an absolute dud. Well, like this, when they give it, you know, we don't do the straws here, but, but yet you gave my kids a plastic cup with so, a plastic I... lid. Now I got to ask for a plastic straw. I do enjoy when I order takeout when they do shove the the, the little uh, spork with a knife just to have just in case you never know it's there then I take it and I throw it in a drawer in my kitchen just to have you never know never gets used but it sits there in a drawer in my kitchen has anyone ever used the fork part of that the fork part of 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 a spork spork? can you actually I stab something with it can I pick up a piece of steak with a spork Uh, I'm pretty sure I stabbed my buddies with it as a joke okay you know because it's that thing where it's like it's definitely not going to hurt and it's probably not going to break the skin yeah but it's funny if I just come down really hard on my buddy's thigh there you go Uh, there you go those people they have a bet you uh, not so much I have to have a talk with one of the kids on the bus man Oh no, no, no! You got you have to actually step onto the bus. That's weird as a parent when the, a parent ever pops their head up on the bus. I'm gonna walk in. I'm gonna say his name is Abbott. I'm gonna point out and say, "Yo, that's an odd Abbott, name. come here! I gotta have Where's a word Costello? with you, buddy." Yeah. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about, old man? So this came out. This Abbott apparently is spreading rumors on the bus. 
Oh, no. This is where it happens. That there's no Santa Claus. Ah, uh, so you can't do that. No. That's not true. One of the uh, one of the neighbor's little daughters came up and said, uh, there's Abbott on the bus said there was no Santa Claus. Yeah. And I said, first of all, Abbott's, Abbott's wrong. Abbott's a dumb-dumb. Abbott, Abbott is just dumb. How do all those amazing things under your tree and you know, everything for yeah. Christmas, the magic yeah. of Christmas. I mean, who eats the cookies that we put out and yeah. who eats all not the deer food? Not me and you. I know it's not me and you. No. We don't do that. Because I, I know a couple years ago we switched from milk to the beer. I don't know why we did that, but apparently Santa left a note one year saying, I don't like milk. I'm lactose intolerant. Can you leave beer instead? I remember my dad, the terrible dad he was, says, Santa doesn't want milk and cookies. He wants an Italian hoagie with sweet peppers. <laughs> he wants gabagoo. <laughs> I was like, can, can you make that happen? Yeah, of course, Santa wants a. I don't know. I don't think we ever gave him one. I think we Santa, still went with the cookies. Son, but, Santa wants a hoagie yeah. from Nardi's. Can yeah. you make. I told my kids this year, Santa Claus wants a stromboli with uh, pepperoni <laughs> next yeah, to cheese. It's, uh, that's you know? a tough one, man, because, um, we, you know, the issue, too, is uh, sometimes older brothers and sisters will spread nasty yeah, rumors to the like younger that, yeah. generation that uh, that Santa's not real. And then you got to take the older brothers and sisters and you got to slam them up against the wall and say, what are you doing, right. stupid? Exactly. And that's what this kid, apparently he's one of the older kids on the bus, is like, well, first of all, that's not true. Yeah. She even came back. She said, of course that's not true. I said, you're right. Yeah. It's not true. But someone not needs true. to stop these nasty, nasty rumors. We got to shut down the Abbott. Bus. Yeah, we so. got to make Abbott believe again, like the Polar Express. So I'm gonna do that thing. I'm gonna show it to the bus stop. Which one is he? I'm gonna look at him through the window and do the thing where I put my two fingers over my eyes and then point at him, saying, "Dude, hey, I'm watching no, you." No, I know what we do. It's like a Bronx Tale. We grab him like the mailman. We grab Abbott, right? And for some reason, you have a pizza oven in your house. We'll go and open the pizza oven, right, right. shove his head in. And say, if you ever mention Santa Claus again on this bus, that's right. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, remember, no mail got delivered to Colosio's house after yeah. that, remember? Yeah, and we'll throw yeah. him back on the bus, <laughs> really scare him up a bit, so he never mentioned Santa Claus again. Everybody, no, we should dress up like Santa and then beat the hell out of Abbott and be like, look, Santa Claus is real. He just whooped your ass. You come in as Santa. I come in as the Easter yep, Bunny. Look, whoa, what just happened? Where's the Tooth Fairy? Tooth Fairy's not going to get involved. I tee off on Abbott's head <laughs> as he's laying on the ground dressed as the Easter Bunny. Everybody, thank you for your phone calls today. They're always welcomed on the show. Glad when you're all a part of it. Stay there. We'll kick off that rock block on this White Trash Wednesday. It is 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. When you're smiling, when you're smiling, when you're smiling, when you're smiling, I'm over smiles with you. And when you're laughing, oh, you're laughing, when the sun comes shining through, when you're crying, you bring on the rain, stop your side. Won't you be happy again? happy again when you're smiling? Keep on smiling. And the world will smile. Good morning. I agree. I'd like my two nuts on JoJo's mom's chin. He couldn't be done any better by somebody who's as weird as he is. Good morning. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. Don't forget to wear something sexy when you take them their breakfast. Hey, how you doing? Yo, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Ah, okay. They're not right. <laughs> Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? You are the ultimate knucklehead. This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, I better. Like, if you were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion.